And we're back! Welcome to the Prodigals Podcast, where we discuss all kinds of topics relating to faith and culture. We discuss topics not normally preached on the pulpit or talked about during Bible studies. That is why we are here for you. It is our hope and our goal that through these discussions, people will be inspired to talk about issues that Christians go through in their daily walk with God. So without further ado, let's get to our discussion. Hey, what's going on, everyone? So this week, this week's episode, uh, we'll be dealing with the question of the month. Every month, we would like to ask a question to each other um, or take a question from one of you listeners. And um, yeah, we just discuss that question and... No we one, just want to answer questions. Yeah, we just want to answer questions. Not no outlines. <laughs> no, We're not not even authority on the questions. We're just like, <laughs> authority just on the discussing. Let's just, yeah, let's just talk. Um, like, no one comes out of your mouth. Right? It's a nice question. So, um, we thought that a good question to ask because there's been recently, recently there's been like more and more articles popping up. More. Christian organizations criticizing this aspect of the ministry. Um, so the question of the month is, is it wrong for a preacher to take other preachers' sermon? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so this is our question of the month. Oddly uh, enough, I have to I have to do a sermon for this weekend. Do you have any oh. material? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's just you know, and it's, was it inspired? I would like <laughs> to think that's inspired. Did you hear God's voice? Did I hear God's voice in it? Oh, I I mean, I, I wanted to. So I have to do like um. So uh, a, a youth. So for us, it's like ay right. So a youth. So a, a youth meeting. Uh. And it's just the guys. Oh, it was very specific. Yeah. So So there's only one thing to talk about. Girls. Yeah. And there's another thing. (laughs) What else? Um, (laughs) Keyword. No, no. I was actually... So I wanted to to do something like... You can have Fight Club. Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fight Club. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Fight Club. You know, that's how... Okay, I've been listening to um, the podcast by Christianity Today. Yeah. Uh, It's called The Rise and Fall of... Marcel, Marcel yes. Yeah, okay, great, great podcast. It's it's really good, well, really well produced, and really very detailed mm-hmm. in its documenting of like the story of Marcel and Mar- Mark Driscoll. And I think they had a program or a ministry for the men. It's called Fight Club. <laughs> oh, but they don't fight. Like they don't physically fight. But it's just, I think Mark. I don't know what really goes in there in detail but it's more like mark teaching other men about how to live as men of god but but they yeah. don't talk about how to live about god living as godly men outside of fight club <laughs> no. i don't know it's i don't just, know i don't know it's just a i think a once a year thing where yeah once a year yeah and no, i don't i don't know so like i thought i wanted to take it somewhere where it's just specifically for men but then you know, earlier, earlier um, this month, I was really impressed on the story of, of Zacchaeus 
and some of the, the the points that are there. So I'm probably going to do that one and then just tailor it more. How does it fit with men as opposed to starting off with um, a theme for guys, right? Got like, it. I know what you mean. Right? Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. Girls. I- Okay, let's talk about girls because I can't. Guys. Yeah, because I can't. You know, so oh there's no God. girls here, so let's talk. Yeah, I mean, I was I was trying to think. Okay, well, maybe you know, like we can talk about. It. But I think, yeah, I'm going to go with. That's a good starting. Bring point. It, it is get out a story and then, like how to relate it. Yeah, to and then relate it specifically a man. to a situation. men. Right? Oh my gosh, I just imagine you like you said like, let's talk about girls, and I just imagine like really cheesy, corny. If you. If you were to go that route, like you sitting in a chair but turning it backwards, turning your hat backwards, be like, being like, guys, let's talk about girls. Let's talk about girls. <laughs> I mean, cool pastor. What youth pastors cool youth pastor, are, you know? <laughs> you have to. That actually, might be a memory of yours. Sorry, going. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. You're going sneaker shopping anyone. tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna be relatable to the to the young folks, right? Could have that Gucci. Oh, wow. Gosh. Yeah. Gucci skinny jeans. But I like uh, that. Skinny jeans are, are not like they're going away. There's there's a movement to have like bigger pants, like like wider pants now, I think. So Well, I'm glad you're not stealing anyone's sermon. Anyways. <laughs> I, really, I really like that. It's just um you finding a story and then relating it to men rather than finding like a, a topic, theme, a topic. A general topic that you'd think men go like would like to talk generally about, talk and then about yeah fit your message to that yeah like i like what you did or you're doing well that's the approach i just figured it on the way here so uh, <laughs> like, that's the holy spirit speaking yeah, no? i gotta, I gotta the record holy it yeah there we go speaks during driving yeah because i'm not gonna do it during that day because yeah so i'm just gonna record it um so yeah so maybe the way you should send me your sermon outline sure and man i'll uh <laughs> sure i'll take it later. sure is that what we're talking about like because that's what i thought we were going to do like in terms like, of this this particular question is that can you so like there's a number of 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 sermons online like websites, websites that have that. Sermons, outlines, like yeah, outlines right? sermons not Central, only just outlines, like word for word on. like you can just read it straight out what the hell? print it out or, or download it and then just read it straight yeah word for word i got then, okay and then no matter, I think there are those ones where, like websites where, the best sermons are Paid reserved to, for <laughs> for those that subscription. pay. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. This could, are you this this is a thing. This is a, it's a yeah. thing. It's and a then thing. like the you know three point five out of five stars are like free, <laughs> but four point five out of five would be reserved for subscription. Oh my gosh, based. that is. That is wild. What the heck? Yeah, but it's, I mean, that's just sort of like the digital version of it. But for years, like, I mean, decades, really, you know, you go to a Christian bookstore, like, um, you know, and they would have sections where there's, you have one big thick book and it's sermons for the entire year. For every Mm. single day that you have to preach, both Sunday, uh, Wednesday, Friday night, Saturday, Dang. Right? That's just for the week, and then that's all the way through. Right? Wow. So it's, I mean, not, so it's not new. Like, yeah, it's not new in the sense that you know, just because the advent of the internet, now all of these things get disseminated. No, they've been printing these, you know, they've been printing them out. Or like books 
that gives you illustrations. I don't count that as thing, right? Because like everybody, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, you can't, like everybody needs a good story. I yeah, don't think yeah, I don't yeah. think any any preacher, pastor, clergy has problems. You know, using yeah, sharing, hand, taking because we all yeah, metaphors, yeah, and, metaphors and, and whatever because yeah, you, you always need yeah, a good imagery. No, sure. I don't think anybody has any problem with that per se. It's the uh, at least almost we, word for word. Well, not even that. Like, I mean, I think there are some some preachers. Like when I was when you know you you have um, when you're when you're learning how to be a pastor or you're learning how to be clergy. Right, you have to take preaching courses, and you know, True. you know, eventually, you you know, uh, you get pastors, preachers. That's their gift, right? They preach and and they come up with homilies and and all these good stuff, and so they are very dedicated to that craft. Sure, as I know that you know, like gift. the, the <laughs> that is a as a pillar of is a pillar of what a pastor is. Right, even so much to say that a hey, this is the central thing. This is what makes you a pastor. You preach the word, yeah. and so they'll hmm. and so their stance is don't take don't take somebody else's. Obviously, don't take somebody else's material because it's not yours. You can't pass it off as your own, right? Which you know you understand. Uh, but the other thing is like um, some of them will will take the the, the stance. Hey, your your um, how do I say this? You're robbing your parishioners. You're robbing your congregation of the word of God because it's coming from somewhere else. It's almost like it's not secondhand. Yeah, it's, it's, what is this? It's almost like it already got used up. So right? all the blessings dried so up, right? Yeah, there's no blessing. <laughs> sort of like the you know, like it's sort of like uh, what you call of 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 Jacob and Esau. Like you can't give a blessing that's already been given. Oh my god! Given, I'm sure you know not everybody's like that, but that's sort of like you know, sort of like the area that 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 it's in. You Blood. don't do that because yeah, when really and and yeah, when really. I think for a lot of us, it's just like, well, I did all the work and you're going to benefit off of that. Right? Which I, I also totally understand. Okay, yeah, I get that. Right? And in, in our denomination, we have, you know, uh, we, we the way that we're structured is that we have sort of like a, a president of our of our conference that, that takes care of like sort of like legal aspects of being, you know, an employed pastor. Right? And so... It's very easily to say to 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 take the position that if you are if you are just taking sermons off the internet and preaching that during you know during the weekend, you're you're not doing your job, right? Yeah. Okay. I, th- yeah. I see that. You're not doing your job. So. Oh my gosh! So that's multifaceted. One, that's shoot. the that's the one side of it. <laughs> a lot of sides we talked about there, yeah there's, well there's the other side the other spectrum of those that say yeah you can do it is well there's nothing new under the sun there's nothing that you can really say that's going to be different agreeable okay yeah. fine right yeah if the other thing is if if that is not your specific gift like if you're really poor in that gift sure of preaching speaking but you're good in everything else mm-hmm you know, would it would it be that terrible 
in the benefit of the people that you're serving to supplement the things that you're not good at with some with with somebody else's gift that's good for that you know that that benefits everybody else. Mm. <laughs> right? So if if I'm not good if I'm not good at preaching, if I'm not good at coming up with with sermons, right? But I can bless my congregation with a great sermon that's not my own and then everything else that I do have really good gifts in. Right, I can bless them as well, you know. So it's a more complete blessing <laughs> that's not deficient in its totality. Oh my gosh! I don't know if I'm liking this. I don't know. I don't know if I'm liking that, man. I think, like, if you're not gifted in preaching, and we're best, out there, man. and we're out just, there, yeah, man. Yeah. You know why? Because I feel like the assumption is okay. I if you are a pastor, you better be good at preaching. <laughs> yeah, and no, that's seriously, not the thing. and that's not the that's not the thing because we're equating like, oh, if you're a pastor, you need to be able to preach, which I don't think that should be in a, an equation. And no, like, and I'm just I'm not saying equal. this because I'm not great at preaching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm saying this because it's reality. It's not. Yeah, like, for sure. Just because you're called to be a pastor, it doesn't mean that you're a great preacher. Yeah, because like right. you're, because we're kind of making this idea that pastors, their whole role revolves around just preaching a sermon to people, rather than there's so many other aspects. I feel like that pastors need to be gift. Uh, pastors have responsibility in as well, mm-hmm. which are way more important than like for like preaching a sermon to people. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and I think maybe like the way I see it, maybe that's the strength of other. Ch- like other churches in terms of their structure sure. is uh, the more gifted preacher is the teaching pastor. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. there's another pastor that's there, which is more administrative, the executive pastor. Sure. Where yeah. He's in charge of like the admin being and the administer of being the administrator of the whole church and overseeing everything, like overseeing the other stuff. And then there's the music pastor or the worship pastor that's in charge of yeah. the whole worship thing. So. Sure, but not every church can yeah, afford three, I agree. four, not five, yes. ten pastors. Um, you know, so you can. Yeah. There are some churches you have to share one, right? Amongst <laughs> uh, amongst amongst three, five, fifteen, depending on the district that you're in. Thanks, son. Right. So that and and that's the other thing is that you know if you're a pastor in a district where you have to look after five six seven churches you know i mean are you going to come up with a new sermon every single time nah man i'm using the same sermon no way just come up with one sermon per quarter yeah per quarter yeah if you're gonna i'm gonna preach at each church six churches in a row and then we'll preach the same sermon and then we'll make a new one yeah it's what? Funny, yeah, it's sort of kind of kind of off 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 tangent here. Uh, I had a prefer- professor that said, "Hey, if I'm going to be a pastor of a district, I want to be a pastor of a district that has like 15, 20 churches because they don't expect you there, right? You're there to like marry people, <laughs> do baptisms, uh, and whatever. And everybody and and he there is wisdom in that in the sense that." The churches there can't rely on the pastor yeah, because yeah, he's never the there, yeah. and this so the, around, though, and I so think. the elders and the deacons and everybody else is 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 working, exactly right. So that you know, so that their you know their churches are are, are fruitful, 
right? Um, and that's a whole lot more healthy church than somebody that is relying on a superstar pastor to do everything, all the all the big stuff, and everything else is just like oh, on the fringes. I mean, that, that kind of goes back to like the, the original question: like people are like taking other people's sermons for the sake of they they want to be or they feel like they need to be the superstar pastor. They need to be the call to personality to be like, hey, I need to be that pastor that preaches all the bomb sermon all the bomb sermons bomb in a good way guys <laughs> like i'm preaching all the 4.5 out of 5 sermons so i can I'm, pre- I'm, pre- I'm, pre- I'm preaching the subscription service exactly okay. yeah i'm pay- i'm preaching the premium I'm sermon the pre- i'm making sermon central money <laughs> no seriously like that i feel like that could possibly attribute to this whole problem of or yeah, even absolutely. the question like oh like maybe i like i have people help feel that pressure to be that 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 type of pastor superstar pastor yeah absolutely that pressure is real right uh you know but does it is it really a thing though like is it it was what it doesn't really need to be a thing. a thing it doesn't like it doesn't need to be a thing. That's of course really it a doesn't thing. need to be a thing but it is a thing especially with thing. especially the pressure aspect of it i mean you'll have you'll have members calling for your head on a weekly basis right if you are deficient in something scary all right, time to redo church, guys. Right, and you wish it wasn't that case, but then it is. And so do you really fault somebody to want to not have to have that argument by yeah. having a better life? I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying, do you really, you know, with the pressure that somebody's under, right? Forget the idea that that there are some churches and some members that will pull their pastor as if they're their personal genie. Mm, right, their back yeah. pocket genie. Take them out whenever you need them, whenever you decide. Because you pay, you pay, you you give offering, you pay tithe, you're paying their salary. salary. Yeah, they are you. You employ them. I hate you this. are their slave. I hate this. I hate this so much. Nah, man. There's a bigger issue. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, a this bigger question issue. Is this like, is this, just a surface of what the real this problem is. Yeah, exactly. Is. This is just a symptom of what's yeah. wrong with the church. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah, but yeah, I think the question, the answer to the question, can't answer the question because <laughs> all these there's so many different situations and so many things to like deal with. Inherently, I don't think it's wrong. Inherently, I don't think it's wrong. It's not sinful. Inher- yeah, exactly. Inherently, I don't think it's sinful. I I think you run into trouble if you if you preach a sermon, whether it's good or not, but you pass it off as your own. Okay, then that's when you have an issue, right? Yeah, especially you, now that there's the internet. Yeah. Um, and so, no problem. Uh, but I can uh, I can also understand if somebody takes I can. I not understand, but I can see why somebody might not say that. Because you don't want to get called out, right? Uh, you don't want to get called out for not for not being a good speaker, and you don't want to get called out for being a plagiarist, right? <laughs> and so you just let it be, right? Everybody, some people are blessed. You know, people are blessed. You know, you don't have to deal with it, and yet God knows. That's too scary. I don't want to deal with that. (laughs) It's a hot. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult situation. I think, to be honest, I've done it. I've done it. 
um just being vulnerable. I'm not a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> just being vulnerable, I've done it. Uh but like during my younger years. Yeah. Um and my when I was young in the faith and I thought, yay, this sermon it's good. I should preach it yeah. when it's my turn to preach and the church is going to like it. But the more that I got into, you know, my education as a pastor and the more I got into, you know, preaching, it's like there came a point when I didn't want to do it anymore because I felt that I felt so empty when I did those things. Yeah. And it feels like I'm not letting God talk to me. And ah. I'm not really yeah. giving what the church needs yeah. at that point or because only God knows that. And when I pray for, hey, God, what should I preach? Uh, my my best sermons and my best messages came from Sermon Central. <laughs> oh, my God. Subscription based. So no, um, came from like when I let God talk to me and when I you know, tailored it to like my own personality. And, and that's the thing too. Like when pastors preach, you know, they're great sermons. It's like, it's because of that's their personality. Yeah, and when true. you take their, when you take their uh, messages and their sermons, it's like, like, how are you going to preach that? Are you going to tailor it to your own personality or are you going to try to copy their sure. personality? Sure. And I think that's that's uh, some of the points that are made by proponents of you shouldn't you shouldn't do that, right? Because there's an emptiness that's there. You're not giving your like obviously you're not giving your best, uh, but that you know there might be there might be a, a specific message that God wants to deliver to your congregation, and it's not coming out as 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 accurate as it could be because you're using somebody else's words. Right. But you can also turn that. I mean, you, you can, you can also turn that in the sense that, well, um, if it benefited others, right. Their first time it went around, right. <laughs> why, why is it different the second time around? Right. <laughs> why is it different if it, if it's, if it's, if it's, um, yeah, yeah. If, if if it if it worked for if it if it blessed church church A, why will it not bless church B? And I think church G, church G, B and C and D, and, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. twenty in the twenty. Yeah, church I mean, district. if you have twenty churches, if you have twenty churches, and so, um, yeah, I don't like I I, I it's hard. Like it was like like we like Mark and I admitted we've done it before, mm. but it's hard to find a sermon that 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 talks the way you that you do like that comes with your with your whatever and so your personality you, yeah so you better be delivery. a really good actor actress yeah. to deliver words that weren't that isn't natural to the way that you speak. Okay, so I guess yeah. that was the issue then, like. It's just like you're so disingenuous with your preaching, essentially. Not in the sense that like sure. it's like the message in itself. Sure. It's you it's you presenting. Yeah. But I mean, so but what happens when what happens when you find a sermon that speaks to you and you're just like, I have to speak I have to preach the sermon. Like listening to like uh 
some of the preachers that are are you know that are out there and you're listening to podcast like a uh, like a or you, you listen yeah, to a youtuber sure, or like yeah, whatever yeah. uh and you say i got to take that point and you find yourself like using a lot of the the material right at what point do you say this is not this is not god still talking uh, anymore through me mm. i mean i don't know what do you think I'm not a pastor. I'm just assuming all these <laughs> well, things. Well, I mean, from well, okay. Let, let while Marx thinks about that for a second, from somebody that's listening, <laughs> do you feel? How do you feel if somebody says, "Okay, that a preacher comes up um, and tells you this sermon, I didn't write all of it, or I didn't write most of it. Most of it is coming like whatever." Or you find out, or, yeah, or you find out some way that. That sermon was taken off the internet. It was preached by the the pastor. What are the what are the the yeah? How do you feel in various points? Does it is it different when they say it at the beginning before they preach it? Is it different? Uh, is it still the same if they say it after? Is it different if they never tell you but you find out anyways? <laughs> if they say if they say it before, I'm just like oh, I feel like I'd be like hmm, interesting. Okay, but, you know, let's roll with it. So if he says he says it after, I feel like I was duped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the heck? I feel duped, right? It feels disingenuine again. And if I find out, well, it's got a straight up liar. <laughs> that's how, that's the levels. There's levels to it. But those, those are my raw it. emotions when I think about if I heard that, that a, 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 a pastor did that. And again, like it feels like it's feeding into the whole idea that like, oh yeah, this pastor again needs to perform. Which I don't want to have that mindset about a pastor. Yeah, yeah, underlying it all. Yeah, um, and one of the the other part of it is when listening to you know uh, going back to my seminary days when listening to people or teachers or professors that that preaching is their thing. I remember one video that was 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 shown to us about a guy who was saying, "Okay, this is how you craft like a really good sermon." He's saying that if you're not putting at least forty hours into it. What into a sermon? What you're being disingenuous to? Like you, like you're, nah, you're cheating. Your no, I don't feel like that. And that's 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 the other thing that is like for some for for you. Like I understand there are some guys that this is like this is my thing. This is the thing that defines me as a pastor. I've got to put the work in. This is my forty hours, uh, whatever. But if but as you were talking about, if you can you can probably pull it off. If you're in a church that have multiple pastors that, and those pastors have different different roles, the worship pastor, the teaching pastor, the administrative pastor, whatever, sure, you might be able to get away with that if you are the teaching pastor. What happens if you're the only one? Then that, that statement doesn't apply. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, that shouldn't apply. Like if, if you're the only pastor, like you can't spend 40 minutes on your sermon. And in fact, that will go back to, you know, making the sermon everything, which is not the case and which shouldn't be the case. Um, so if you're a pastor and... <laughs> but that's expected <laughs> of you, right? If it's expected of you to, to have a crafted, a well-crafted sermon and, and you've slaved over it and you've struggled with the angel with it for 40 hours. 
right? You're wrestling with this angel. Wrestling with angel for 40 hours, <laughs> right? In every week. But yet you still have you still have to do the board meetings. You still have to do the, the Wednesday night prayer meetings. You still have to do the visitations. You still have to do the the, the hospital visitations, the all the oh, other buddy. stuff. The 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 um the bulletins, the the announcements, <laughs> the uh, maybe we should the do what you call the, uh, maybe. The, the, the 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 conflict management. The I have maybe. a solution for that. Hire more staff. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's all I have to say. Uh, <laughs> maybe we should do an episode on the role of, of a, a pastor, pastor. <laughs> because a lot of those things should should not be, be a, should a pastor. Be. But I think if but we're all honest, expected. it happens. It that's and that's it. and it's not even it, it happens. You know, it's a thing. This is the norm. Not cool. That's how you get burnt out pastors. That's yeah. how you get pastors who fall into the temptation um, because they're burnt out. <sighs> and and this is why uh, preacher pastors use other people's servants <laughs> <laughs> because it boils down to that. Because it boils <laughs> like. Okay, maybe a church of thirty to fifty, you you can get away with pastoral care, you know, like focusing on pastoral care, focusing on you know visitation and all that. But once you get to like two hundred, there's no way. And yeah. that that's yeah. where the eldership, I think, and the deacon, deacons and deaconesses. If that's your cup of tea, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> where they come in. What are elders doing? Are they just like going to meetings? No, it's like <laughs> elder. You're an elder for a reason. You're an overseer for a reason, and that is to form a team with your pastor. Your pastor is there to equip you and to teach you how to lead, and you do the everything else that is not supposed to be the role of a pastor, and or like you're supposed. To be there to help out the pastor, you form a team. Your pastor is your head pastor is part of that team, but yeah, it's just unfair to to um to expect that everything out of a pastor. Yeah. If you're a church of two fifty, how in the world is he gonna visit each and every one of your families <laughs> and, and yet, then here work we are. and I, craft I on his sermons? And oh shoot. It's and at the same time, you know, expect like out of all those responsibilities, expect that he has his family taken care of. Yeah. And then lash out like when his sermon is two out of five stars <laughs> or, or lash out when, you know, like his wife is not doing anything or like, I don't know, his or, family or the son not, has gone wayward. Yeah. Stuff. I don't like, know. This is not kill. Because they can't even like look after their own family. They can't. Oh Maybe God. because of your expectation. <laughs> oh shoot! And then expect them to be, you know, like, uh, um, be there for, you know, church spring cleaning. Or, <laughs> oh my god! Which I get. Like the pastor is supposed to be in the trenches with his people, but he can't be there all the time. He can't be. He's not the babysitter. Yeah, He's not on. a babysitter. He's not. So forty hours crafting on your sermon, yes, maybe if you're you have a pastoral team of five <laughs> paid pastors and you're the preach you're the teaching pastor, yeah, sure, but if you have 
a church and you're the only pastor. Yeah. Like, I think you should be, a pastor should be first um, vulnerable and authentic with his church and just forthcoming. Hey, this is not my strength. Yeah. And I'm going to work on my sermons and as best as I could, but um, don't expect great sermons i'm gonna teach you i'm gonna preach from the bible but it's gonna come from you know the my gifting sure and then i have other gifts and this is how i can help the church through my gifts and you know saturday morning sunday morning i'm i can preach but <laughs> it's not always gonna be it's not always gonna be, not always gonna be the sign I, i'm gonna try to be biblical it's not always gonna be the sermon on the mound like <laughs> type of impact <laughs> You know, and there's something to be said that elders, deacons, people of the church that aren't the pastor, they have other jobs. They have a regular job that they that they go to to like pay and whatever. I mean that they have to pay their bills. You know, so they're they're doing their the regular job, and then they come and then they they volunteer and they help lead the church. And so that's why you pay a pastor to be somebody that doesn't have to worry about moonlighting you know part-time pastor part-time whatever uh so that they can focus on pastoral care they they can focus on on preaching the word uh can focus on evangelism right (laughs) we didn't even talk about evangelism um and so yeah there's something to be said about that and i and i and i get and and yes there are there are instances where you have pastors that aren't pulling their weight. Right? But I think by and large, people like guys and girls go into pastoral uh, to be a pastor, to be a clergy, so that they can serve to the best of their ability. But I think mm-hmm. we all find ourselves at, at, at various points throughout the week. It's not even like throughout your, your tenure as a pastor or whatever various points out the week how woefully inadequate you are and that's a hard thing and that's a hard thing to accept even though you know we we know we know that it's by god's grace that we are sustained it is Mm. by it's by the indwelling of the holy spirit that we are able to continue and to work when even when we're tired to come up with with sermons that are new and fresh and whatever (laughs) and all of that is true you know but i think at some you know somewhere along the way somewhere along the way like the 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 idea of what and the expectations that are placed on pastors kind of got out of control it's not every it's not every church uh, God bless those churches that that take care of their pastors as much as their pastor takes care of them, because that's kind of like how it's supposed to work. Wow. I, th- I would think. Uh, but yeah, there. Are, I think by and large, the what norm is. is Let me. I want to apply. The norm. The norm is yeah that that pastor is not giving up that church. <laughs> they're not going. In, they're not going I'll nowhere. I'll be the assistant. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but by and large, I think. I, 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 yeah, pastors have it pretty rough. I I never Sadly. thought this um this question will lead to a 
a rant. And, uh, it, it's a campaign that passes our people too. <laughs> <laughs> passers are people too, man. I didn't Hashtag. realize they become a support group for uh, burned out pastors, but that's yeah. what I feel like it is. Because like I feel like this is like a this is the question came out of like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, maybe she show some grace for what a pastor says. Like, hey, this is like someone else's sermon, but we will be blessed by the sermon. I still don't think they should be doing that. Um, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I, 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 I wish that it didn't come to that for, for Yeah, for sure. Sh- yeah. But I think it, it does. Wow. I might be uh, saying something about if your pastor is doing this or having to do this, saying something. Yeah. Definitely saying Maybe something. it's not all about that pastor. Like, yeah, I've, obviously there there's a, a certain amount of responsibility that that person is taking on. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like, why is they why are they doing it in the first place? Exactly. That's the best why, thing. Why did they have to get to that point exactly. in the first place? Now, if you're not requiring them to do anything but preach, <laughs> then yeah, maybe you have to look at the resume and you know and, and do another <laughs> yeah. like whatever. Yeah. Right. But if you know you're asking eighty hours, ninety hours out of this person that has a full like has a family of their own, right? maybe yeah you know even jesus had to like pull away every now and then it's <laughs> true and stuff and remember like and remember for us uh that uh for us that um that figure that our our day at, at, at church is our day of rest that doesn't happen for the pastor no that's not their day of rest right not Sunday either. It's not. It's not parties. Saturday. It's not Sundays. Maybe Monday. You could maybe get away with Mondays, but then you know when when things come up, like they don't get right. Yeah. So, hey, so <laughs> if you're a pastor out there, we're just you know we want you to know that we're pulling for you, or we're praying for you, and you know keep your head up. Give your head straight. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, I think, like, a lot has to be said about boundaries. You need to set those boundaries with your church. And, yeah, it's just preach the way that God speaks to you. And, um, you know, let him speak to your heart each week if you're preaching each week. Um, and you'll, yeah. Churches, man. Take care of your pastors. <laughs> if you're a church member. If you're a church member. If you're on the board. Take care if you're an of elder. Pastor. Help out your pastor. <laughs> what like one thing that um I was part of an eldership once and one thing that really ticked me off was when an elder was like, Oh, I can't come to the elders meeting because this person expects me to help with a party. No <laughs> what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you signed up, and you agreed to be an elder. Yeah. Be there. It only and elders meeting only happens once a month. So, yeah, take care of your pastors, and that doesn't mean like a like a bouquet of flowers like once every year. That doesn't you know your pastor on Pastor Appreciation Day. It's not the same thing. A pin. A pin. <laughs> Yeah, a plaque that they can hang on the wall. It's it's not the same thing. 
Right. So. Take care of your pastor. Yes. And yeah, hopefully we can, uh, we as a church uh, can do uh, our job as the body of Christ. Uh, the pastor isn't the arm and the leg and the torso. <laughs> it's like all of us um, as Christians and going back to our previous episode, right? Like if you're <laughs> fig tree, produce fruit, <laughs> help out in your church and don't, don't expect the pastor to be doing everything and, you know, make him, you know, put him in a tough spot and having no time and resorting to copying other people's sermons. So, yeah. And we hope that we can just love each other and take care of each other and be one, be united in the mission of winning souls for Christ. You know, one body, one head, which is Jesus, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> Not the pastor. <laughs> so, yeah. End of rant. <laughs> Surprise, it wasn't the question of the month, it was rant of the month. <laughs> Well, folks, that's all we have for you this week. We hope that you were blessed by our discussion. Let us know what you think. Send us a shout out on our socials at the handle at The Prodigals Project on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you like what you've been hearing, please like and subscribe. Also, leave a rating and review. It'll go a long way in helping us out. Stay blessed and stay faithful. And join us again next week for another episode of The Prodigals Podcast.